Hi, and welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm your host, Kate Noel. I love honest health and wellness, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. My name is Kate Noel, and I'm the host of this show. And today I am back with a solo cast, and I thought that with The new year, there's probably a lot of people listening who have some wellness goals. And while wellness is um, can be expensive, I wanted to do a podcast on more accessible wellness, I guess, swaps for a lot of the trendy things or the more expensive uh, wellness things that people are doing out there. I'm so lucky that I'm privileged that I get to have access to a lot of high-end wellness, you know, uh, places here in Los Angeles. There's tons of wellness studios with saunas and red light therapies. I have a, a red light mask that I use, which is quite expensive. And all these things are, are really great. They're super convenient, but they're not accessible for everyone. I think they're not really accessible for most people. And I'll be fully transparent with you. I've I have a lot of those things are, you know, either paid for because I have some followers in social media. So a lot of brands will send stuff. There's some PR stuff, some stuff I bought with my own money. Absolutely. But, um, you know, it's not it's not easy to uh, to access all of the best wellness things. And um, it adds up really quickly. And so I wanted to do a podcast on ways to make wellness a little bit more accessible if you do have wellness goals at the moment. Um, Just a side note, you don't need to have wellness goals. There's no uh, need for it. You know, I I think a lot of people in the new year have a lot of fitness, wellness, health-related goals, which is so great. Um, But sometimes that can look different for for you than other people. Let's say you're in recovery. Your health-related goals could look like way different than your neighbor's health-related goals, or you don't even have to have any in the first place. So I don't want this podcast episode to be like, here are things you can do, and you should be doing these if you're not doing them because they're more affordable. That's not at all what I'm saying. It's just for people who are in a space where they feel inspired to do more wellnessy stuff and, um, you know, are interested in trying out some more affordable or accessible options. These are all things that I like to do. I don't do all of these things, but like all the time, but a lot of them I do kind of, they're they're a part of my life, so to speak now. So um, let's go ahead and get on with it. We have red light devices. I just spoke about this, but red light devices are I think they're kind of all the rage, especially in the beauty world, which is interesting um, because people sell them. There's like the Dr. Dennis Gross mask. There's a lot of other red light, infrared light masks. There's wellness studios that offer infrared saunas, uh, or sorry, infrared saunas and um, infrared beds, which I've done as well. That is, those are all very expensive. The wellness memberships, the the beds, the masks can be up to $500. And yes, you know, some people might rationalize that because they say they use it every single day and it lasts a long time and whatever, but it is a lot of money. Um, and so I, like I said, I have, I have a red light device and it's really nice, especially in the winter, but when there's less sun outside, but the hack or the swap, it's not even really a hack. It's just the sun, the sun itself 
emits infrared light during sunrise and sunset. So even five minutes of walking during sunrise and or during sunset, not only is that so good for your circadian rhythm that activates your body and uh, helps release melatonin and gets you ready for bed um, or wakes you up, but it also, if you're doing it during sunrise, but also there is infrared light in the sun, right? So that's a really healthy way to not only set your circadian rhythm, but you're also walking outside, you're breathing fresh air. Honestly, I think it's healthier than doing the light every single night. You know, it kind of gets you outside into nature. You can, um, especially in the summer, it might be a little tough in the winter, maybe a little bit cold, but in the summer, put your feet on some grass, you know, and really feel the sun on your skin. Um, and yeah, again, that's, that's really good. Obviously, if you're out in the sun for a while wearing sunscreen, if you're doing it for the anti-aging, because red light does uh, support anti-aging or there's claims it supports anti-aging. So, you know, that's something, um, wear some sunscreen. But, you know, if you're doing it for five minutes, I don't even wear sunscreen. If I, if I do a five minute, I usually will do a sunset walk. I kind of prefer that, but there's infrared in the sun. So you don't need those devices if you can't or don't want one right now. Um, okay. The next one I have, this is basic. Okay. This is basic, 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 but I really want to talk about this because, um, I don't know. I just think it's uh it's important cooking simple dinners instead of ordering a meal prep service. I think meal prep services are great. So convenient. I've used HelloFresh. Um, that's one you have to cook yourself, which I really love. I've used factor, which is one that comes already made. Um, and I've honestly done some meal prepping on my own, but ordering meal prep is expensive. It is expensive. It, it adds up. And I think there is a certain time, uh, and place where it's very useful. You know, people who have nine to fives and they want to have a quick and easy lunch and it's accessible for them, or they want to try new recipes, or you just prefer it, or it's easier. It helps you eat better, you know, meals that are more satisfying. I don't know, whatever. You don't have to rationalize it. But if it's something that you feel is expensive or something that you want, but maybe it's not accessible for you at the moment, cooking simple dinners, cooking simple lunches, and cooking simple breakfasts. Now, I'm not a dietitian, but for me, I really think, I think there are a lot of really easy things to meal prep. Um, I don't really meal prep much, but I do meal prep some stuff sometimes if I have especially a busy week. Things that I find are easy and really great, hard-boiled eggs, chia pudding, overnight oats, this is more breakfast stuff, um, those are really, really great for lunch. Um, you know, making a big and or dinner, making a big batch of rice, um, having that with, um, you know, making an entire chicken or, or having chicken sausage. Like those are already cooked or regular sausage. Um, so that's your protein. You have your carbs with the, with the rice. You can prepare starchy, starchy vegetables. Um, and then having, you know, like a, some greens on the side and, and having a sauce that's already made. So these are already things that are already already there. Um, I know that's maybe kind of obvious cooking simple dinners versus ordering a meal prep service. Um, but I think a lot of times um, it's, it's just a nice reminder, I guess. And even for me, sometimes I get so caught up in um, cool little, you know, new ways to eat. And I forget that it's, so accessible and so much more affordable to just cook 
at the, go to the grocery store and, and cook at home if you have access to that. The next one's kind of specific, but I take liver capsules every day and um, I take it kind of in replacement of a multivitamin. Um, it's one of the only supplements I've ever taken that's actually really made a difference in my energy levels and my hormones and my life. It's a really, it's a whole food vitamin, essentially. It's just liver. It's beef liver. Um, and I really enjoy taking it. I've seen a lot of benefits from it, but it is expensive. It's quite expensive. It can add up. I take a couple capsules every single day. I don't really take the full dose, but I take a couple capsules most days and it's, you know, I have to buy it every month or so. Now the hack for eating liver or sorry, the hack for taking liver pills, taking liver is eating liver. Liver, um, is you can buy liver from any butcher. You can buy it from whole foods, from the butcher counter. Um, and it's very, very, very cheap. Um, if you have a whole foods near you, you can go to the meat and seafood section and go into like the freezer section and you can just grab it. It's already in like a little plastic tub and there's chicken livers, um, or you can do the beef liver. It's frozen at whole foods, at least in Los Angeles it is. Um, and you can prepare that and eat that once a week or so, um, instead of taking liver pills. Now I don't really like liver. I don't really stomach liver, but if it's something that you can stomach, a lot of people make it into a pate, which is, um, you know, a lot of onions and garlic and you kind of make it into more of like a souf pate or souffle or whatever, not souffle, souffle is eggs. Pate is like blending it up, um, which I've done before. So I don't really love liver. So I just opt to take the liver and buy the liver because it's something I can do. And I feel lucky about that. Um, but if it's not something you're interested in, if you don't want to take liver or eat liver and you'd rather, you know, do a multivitamin situation, honestly, eating whole fruits and vegetables is, um, a great way to get your vitamins and minerals. And again, I know it's really simple. And obviously if you're taking a multivitamin under the care of uh, your doctor, don't, this is not, don't stop doing that, you know, keep doing that. And, um, but it is something that I think a lot of people forget, including myself, like, oh yeah, if I eat an orange, it's the most synergistic, perfect form of vitamin C. It's bioavailable. It's not ascorbic acid, which is synthetic vitamin C. It's just vitamin C, whole foods, vitamin C from an orange. There's also fiber in there. It's also more of an enjoyable experience than taking a pill, in my opinion, is actually eating some fruits and vegetables and other vitamins. And even like vitamins are found in, in all foods and animal foods. You know, there's bioavailable form of vitamin A, which is retinol, which is found in like steak and a lot of meats and, and liver again, liver. Um, but you don't even have to have liver, you know, just eating, eating foods is, is rich in minerals and vitamins, uh, especially the whole food form of foods. Okay. The next swap I have is listening to music or binaural beats instead of subscribing to podcasts and to other wellness platforms. Um, I, a lot of people ask me how I meditate in the mornings and I don't subscribe to any meditation platform. I don't buy my meditations, which isn't a bad thing if you do, by the way. I personally don't. I don't have any, any I don't pay any money for, to meditate. The only thing I do is go, I guess I do subscribe to Spotify. I do have a Spotify account and I go and, um, Spotify premium and I go and listen to binaural beats on my Spotify account. Even if you had a free one though, you could, you know, listen to that for free, but I listen to music. I listen to binaural beats or even sometimes I will listen to nothing if I feel 
like I want that, as opposed to doing guided meditations. I know that guided meditations are often a lot easier for people to, including myself sometimes, to like really ground yourself and hone in. But I find the most peace and tapped in I feel is when I actually put on binaural beats or put on no music at all, come up with a specific mantra for my day or affirmation, something like you are like today, maybe I I don't remember what I did today, but I could do something like you are a great podcaster. And in that, you know, I could just repeat that mantra to myself over and over again while listening to binaural beats. And even if it's just for five minutes, which normally it is for me, that is enough. And that makes me feel centered and connected spiritually and connected to myself. And it's a really good way to start my day instead of, you know, doing a, an expensive wellness platform, which again, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, I've tried them before and they're great. I like them, but sometimes it's nice to just, you know, have a free version of meditation, which is, um, you know, more accessible than we might make it out to be just because we can't afford the um, subscriptions and stuff. Okay. Um, the next wellness, uh, affordable swap I have is a gym membership instead of a gym membership, which can be so expensive depending on the gym you go to, but some of them, even the, the more affordable ones can be quite expensive. Class pass is quite expensive. Um, obviously going into fitness studios is quite expensive. So instead of going to the gym, um, I want to give you permission. I think this is another obvious one, but I just want to give you permission or say, it's okay to just walk outside. It's okay to do like five pushups on the ground. It's okay to not work out at all, you know, but if you really wanted to work out and that's something that's a part of your healthy lifestyle, um, walking crunches on the floor, push-ups, um, what are they called? What is it when you do, um, hip thrusts, uh, you know, on the, on the bed, <laughs> that sounds weird, but you know, what I'm saying like, there's so many alternatives. Um, and I think a lot of times, including myself, I have no, I, I know it's hard to be motivated at home. I get it. Um, but it, I think for me, like when I've, I haven't always, I don't always have a gym membership. I don't always have a class pass membership. I go in and out. And sometimes I just would rather work out at home and I, and it's more convenient for me over the holidays. I did that a little bit, not really too much to be honest, but a little bit, but I've had seasons of my life where I've just done more at home stuff. And I think it's more about creating structure for me, at least it's about creating structure and doing it consistently for a week. It helps me continue doing it more and more until I feel like it's a part of my structured routine. Um, so I know it's kind of hard to find the motivation uh, to work out at home, but it is there. It's accessible. And I think it's all about just making it into a routine and into a habit. Um, and you don't, you don't need to go to the gym. Some of the most like fit people, I think just really live healthy fit lifestyles. You know, they take the stairs and they, um, they walk around more and you don't have to be healthy to go to the gym. Not everyone who goes to the gym is healthy either. It's not a direct correlation, you know? Um, so if it's not if in your budget, or in your resources, time, money, whatever, to go to the gym. Or if you just don't want to go, it's not your place because it can be a little bit intimidating, I understand. Then working out at home could be a good option for you. The next wellness hack I have, and I'm inspired to, to do this because I just spent a lot of time in Hawaii and there was a lot of um, papaya and pineapple. And I was like 
my digestion was thriving for many, many reasons. I was also sleeping a lot. Um, but my digestion, I was eating a lot of like enzymatic foods, papaya and pineapple and a lot of fruits, especially tropical fruits. I have naturally occurring enzymes in them. And something I've been doing lately, if I feel, because I still have some digestion days that aren't perfect, especially around the time of the month, I will like eat papaya. And I literally had one every single day, like a little Hawaiian papaya every single day. And I don't think that's the reason my digestion was so good, but it definitely made me feel better. And, and even if it was placebo, it was like delicious and fun, but they do have naturally occurring enzymes. And a lot of people take digestive enzymes, which is a whole other thing, a whole other topic of discussion, but pineapples, um, papayas, a lot of tropical foods, honeys, avocados, kefir, sauerkraut. Avocados contain a digestive enzyme that can help um, break down um, and metabolize fats. There is, you know, papaya can help break down protein. Um, lots of different things like honey, like I said. Um, and then there's also amylase, which uh, breaks down carbs. And there's a lot of foods that are really healthy for that. It's again, it's a slippery slope because, you know, our bodies also produce enzymes when we eat certain foods. So it's not always necessary, but sometimes on days where I don't feel that great and I'm a little bit bloated, instead of reaching for an enzyme, um, which I don't really ever do anyways, but instead of reaching for an enzyme, maybe I'll have some avocados or some papaya or some honey or something that feels more supportive and also, again, tastes better and feels better than taking a pill, in my opinion. Okay, we're almost done. Um... The next one I have is bone broth versus taking collagen powder. Now, bone broth can be expensive. I'm talking about homemade bone broth, um, which also can be expensive depending on where you get your bones. If you get your bones, this is going to get sound a little gnarly, but I've made my own bone broth before, and I've actually used bones as well as chicken feet. Bones are quite expensive. Chicken feet is very affordable. So you can go to Whole Foods again, get bones, get your liver, get your bones, get your chicken feet. You'll look like a primal person and um, you can make your own bone broth and it's really great with a chicken feet because it has a lot of collagen inside of the little bones and stuff. Um, you just have to kind of get over the, it's a little, it feels, might feel a little bit weird, um, but it's really way more affordable than taking I say, collagen powder or buying your own bone broth and you can store it in the freezer. You can make a big batch of it in a crock pot. That's what I do. It's so easy. It's easier than I think a lot of people make it out to be. I just have a crock pot. I put it on low. I put three or four chunks of bones in there, put a few chicken feet in there, cover it up, put some salt, some pepper, some apple cider vinegar in there, maybe some herbs. And I let it go for about eight hours or so, strain it, pop it in jars and put it in the fridge. It's really easy. It doesn't have to be that hard. Obviously you could add vegetables to it. You can make it taste better, definitely. Um, but I don't usually go too crazy with it because I think it's just easier for me just to do it simply. Um, and then another affordable wellness swap or just something to think about is doing the dirty dozen versus the conventional when it comes to buying organic versus conventional produce. Um, I've talked about this before in my podcast. I think there's a grocery... Uh, a grocery episode I have if you are interested in that. But the Dirty Dozen is, and look, if you don't want to buy, uh, if you don't want to buy organic, you don't have to buy organic. This is just something you consider. There's something called the Dirty Dozen, which is 
the foods that are typically highest in pesticides. And they're the ones that the EWG recommends buying organic versus conventional. If you are interested in, and if that's part of your food philosophy, strawberries, spinach, um, kale, collard, and mustard greens that combine those into one, peaches, pears, nectarines, apples, grapes, um, peppers, cherries, blueberries, and green beans. All these are ones that the EWG recommends buying um, organic. And the rest of them, I buy conventional. And also, sometimes I even buy the dirty dozen not organic. It really depends on how I'm feeling. But that's something to consider that could be, instead of buying everything organic, that can be very expensive. The last wellness swap I have is frozen fruits and vegetables over fresh fruits and vegetables. I feel that there's such a stigma with frozen fruits and vegetables, especially vegetables. I don't know. I just feel like so many people don't consider doing this instead of the fresh vegetables. In reality, many, many times the frozen vegetables are actually picked at the peak of ripeness and they are flash frozen or they're frozen and they still have all of their nutrients and more, you know, in them, not more, but they have all their nutrients and they're picked the peak of ripeness and they're reliable and they stay in your freezer. They're so much more affordable than buying fresh vegetables um, and fruits. So, and, and plus you don't typically have to prepare them. You can just warm them up however you want. And they're delicious. And there's a lot of ways to prepare frozen fruits and vegetables that are so much more um, diverse than having fresh. And uh, I usually, you know, also have less food waste in general. So, um, you know, I just wanted to remind everyone of, of that option as well, because I think a lot of people, including myself, can kind of forget that. Um, so those are all of my affordable wellness swaps. Um, I hope that you enjoyed and I hope this helped make you feel like wellness is more accessible. Again, throw away this episode, get it out of your brain if it's not applicable to you. And if you feel overwhelmed, keep living your life. There's no need to change anything. It's just if, if you feel inspired and um, just wanted to remind everyone that and hopefully show that it's not like wellness has to be for people who have a lot of money or, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. I hope everyone has an amazing rest of your week and hope you've had a great start to your year 2024. Um, and I will see you all on the next episode of Take the Cake. Goodbye for now.